this is Katie Mosley, and you're listening to Trash Talk with Amber. And here's your host, Amber Skiles. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening in. We're officially on our fourth episode. Uh, So that brings a point. What is the show going to be in the future? So I think, Katie, you and I are going to start toning it down a little bit. We're going to keep it to 30 to to 45 minutes Mm -hmm. long. Just get down to basics, down to the topics. I want to start answering questions like quickly, precise, stop using ums and, and things. But like 45 minutes being the longer you know, end route of that, but, uh, also kind of this whole clickbait society, right? Like I only have so much attention span, mm-hmm. uh, and I know like I, or I'm finding that people are having a hard time kind of catching up and I want people to catch up with our episodes. So we are figuring this out very organically, which I like you and I, mm-hmm. as it should be figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with that organically has grown our PS episodes, that's kind of what you you turned with. So they're going to be extra episodes that once we hit that 30 mark or, or a good mar- stop uh, point, I guess, and things that I really want to say or little rants that I want to go on, we're going to record those and then post them later. So you guys can keep up with what we've got going on as far as, you know, we're, I feel like I know how I am and I've learned already so much in the past couple of weeks of doing this show about what is happening with the trash and recycling uh, situation in general. And so it, it is a learning process, I think, for people that are in my position of, that just are not informed and don't know what's going on. It's an entire learning process and yeah. I have so much that I want to talk about and I could talk about as far as even in my own trash but the PS episodes are going to be short and sweet, and they're going to be uh, probably a little bit angry. <laughs> <laughs> they might be a little dirtier, even Just the trashiest thing you've ever heard. I've I've been trying not to cuss too, so that I can click that uh, that clean, you know, clean cut trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not the explicit dirty raunchy stuff. But I know once, like once I start cussing, it's, I'm going to be a sailor, and I'm not going to stop. But sailing on the trash waves. Yeah, it's yep. a big old wave, Just Katie. Big old tidal trash wave. <laughs> There's so much trash out there, guys. <laughs> and you I gotta do something. Huh. Well, not even like don't do anything. Like don't feel obligated to do something. Just realize how much trash there is and then choose your own path. Like yeah. I can't make you do anything. Because at the end of the day, it's your trash. I think what it comes down to is we in our communities doing what we can do that is the most productive in our trash and recycling situation and then hope the best for as far as the big dogs are concerned that are the real ones that are overlooking this situation of coming to a point of learning how to actually recycle the trash that is in the landfills learning what actually like is what getting recycled. actually is getting recycled and why it has to be so stagnant and why can't these piles be reused and how can they be reused so and that they're not just there, sitting and growing this yeah why is there like all this stigma about figuring this out there's a lot of it katie and what do you like stigma about figuring it out as opposed to why isn't something already being done is that what you mean? Well, both. So I'm navigating this route of, of plastics right now. Mm-hmm. 
working at the recycling center today, everything I've learned about plastics, plastics is so complicated. There is no quick, easy answer to how we recycle our plastics. Okay. So what I'm realizing is that everyone thinks if it's made out of plastic, you put it in the bin and eventually that plastic is going to be turned into making a new plastic. Is the, so the only thing that plastics are being recycled into is just more plastic. In the best case scenario, but yeah. that's actually not happening. So last week I talked about the, uh, the recycling logo a little bit and how we all currently think or have we, we've grown accustomed and have been taught essentially that that recycling logo, the little triangle, means it's recyclable. When in fact it does not mean that. It doesn't mean that. It suggests that you should recycle it. Mm -hmm. Now, something separate is that same recycling logo, the triangle with the arrows, with a number inside in reference to plastics, numbers one through seven. Mm -hmm. Well, just because it has that on there, in summary, again, that is the resin identification code. It is no more different than an ingredients list Mm -hmm. that you you have so you buy like a food product people kind of naturally look at the ingredients like what it's made out of and stuff that resin identification code that triangle with the number inside it that's all that is Mm -hmm. and so that's not a recycling logo what happened at what point did it become the universal sign or is it universal or just the american sign of this like the recycle sign to where we all look at it and understand, oh, okay, this is, we can recycle this product when in fact that's not what it means. And why is it carried on to have this common belief that that is what it means? That's a good question. Like when so did that happen? The recycling logo was made in 1970. Okay. I said it was a guy named uh, Gary Anderson. Yeah. I think I said he was a Dutch guy in the last episode. I can't mm-hmm. remember where that came from. All I know we'll is all go my with Dutch. Yeah, I was like, it sounds good. It's there's fine. a Dutch guy out there somewhere. This Dutch guy that came did something in with recycling. Trying a lot of errors. So yep. I might have mixed that. But uh, so 1970s, the recycling logo triangle was made. Mm-hmm. And also, side note, the the arrows in there are actually designed to look like paper. Like when, the, if you take a hard look at the arrows, they're kind mm-hmm. of folded over as they would be folded over like paper. That makes sense. A little, little fun fact. A little fun. Now, separate from that, mm-hmm. when, just think about like the time of recycling. So 1970s, that logo was created. Mm-hmm. Also, a big littering campaign like there we had all these disposable me let me back up 1950s disposables were made this new plastic the dixie cups the the dixie cups this disposable culture Mm -hmm. all of that so you had the 50s and 60s and 70s like kind of having a kickback of that of like wow this is wasteful Mm mm-hmm that is the inherent question, right? When you see all this stuff, it's like, wow, this is wasteful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how the idea of recycling got started. We don't want to just put these in the landfill. What else can we do about it? Or are there better things to do with this? Well, in in reference to that, in reference to seeing all this wasteful plastic being created, disposable forks, disposable spoons, fast food wear, and that also, same time, fast food 
was becoming a major part of mainstream society. Mm -hmm. So you have that to deal with. And so people, this is, this was made. Then there was a reaction. So in 1988, the plastics company put millions of dollars into creating that resin identification code because they knew people were going to see that, look at it, think that that means to recycle. It's recyclable. Jeez. They know that. They know that people are going to look at that and use it as as some reference of recycling. So what What, problem does that solve? Nothing other than the fact it solves their problem because they want people to think that it's recyclable because in our minds to be able to still create their product you freaking nailed it jesus (laughs) right there you nailed it they want people to think that it's okay they also want people to think that recycling is the answer well i wonder if when you know when all these disposable products were being created and the landfills were just growing um if there was any research as to uh before recycling really became a big issue did people know what could actually be recycled and what couldn't what was biodegradable and what wasn't well was there any experimentation in that or were it did it just become a huge problem before they even had a chance to catch up at that point just this domino effect of waste literal in absolutely but in reference to plastics yeah in reference yeah okay so everything else was kind of self-explanatory and and being recycled like that was mm-hmm. a part of using something glass recycled. like think about the the milk jugs, the milkman coming, mm-hmm. you know, used to be the glass jugs. You no. put your glass, your glass jars of milk, you put the empties back in the little thing and you swapped. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right there is recycling at its finest. Mm-hmm. But plastics were introduced. And it was easier to just go to the store and buy your own milk instead of waiting for the milkman. That. And it was an industry. And it also, was a way that people know, could make money. It, it doesn't break. It was the super material that could be made. It was, it was the, material of the future mm-hmm. you know it's going on space crafts and all like it was a wonder material mm-hmm. uh just for that but as people are starting to figure we're starting to figure out like this new disposable society whatever they're like oh how about we start questioning this and so the plastic companies got a kickback on that and it was their job to look into how these materials could be recycled they knew Back then, when they when these materials were being created, they knew, and there's tons of reference materials from the 70s and, and even earlier than that, knowing that these materials could not be recycled on an economic um, platform. Let's say that, an economic platform. Okay. So they could be recycled for a limited amount of time. There's so many different factors that go in there. Mm-hmm. They're not endlessly recyclable like the aluminum can. They do, they do eventually end up in the trash. They're going to degrade. Mm-hmm. If you recycle them, there's problems with recycling them. Mm-hmm. And then three, the ultimate big factor in all of this, is there a market for that recycled product? Mm-hmm. Right now, guys, there's no market I still want to put everything to a disclaimer. There's no market for all of our mixed plastic recycling. I think that could could say it. No one can make money off of it. No, because when you're looking at recycling, you 
you you want to put on these mixed plastics into into the bin, mm-hmm. right? And the idea is that those mixed plastics could be turned over to be sold to a manufacturer and be used as a raw material to make a new item. Mm-hmm. Right? Kind of let that soak in a little bit. But you can't just do that. You can't put everything in together to make a new product when it's there's so many other problems with it. Like the one through sevens. They're made from different plastics. All the different plastics. Also, the numbers one through seven do not represent all the plastics out there. Mm-hmm. The easiest way I can try to relay this information is think about color. So we have all of our different colored plastics. I mean, there's every color out there, mm-hmm. truly. What happens when you mix all your colors together? You get really, I mean, you, you brown. Go, yeah. If you mix all your colors together, you're going to get black. If you mix some colors, different portions, yeah, you're going to get a doo-doo brown color. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want your, if you're a manufacturer or a producer of some kind of some new item, mm-hmm. do you want it to be a doo-doo brown color? No. <laughs> no. Not if you set out for it not to be. Yeah. yeah. And, and so with that being said, the highest commodity of plastics are the clear kind. Mm-hmm. And you're, so there's a market maybe for that. Yes. And that's it. So that would your number ones, your soda bottles, your number twos, your detergent bottles and stuff. Of those items, mm-hmm. the biggest seller are the clear bottles because mm-hmm. everyone out there wants their 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 bottle to be recognized. They want their design to be recognized. I mean, you can do you can you can do more with it. Yeah, for sure. I, it's it's a selling aspect. So mm-hmm. I think that would kind of ring some bells. And just realizing, like, we're when we're mixing all these plastics together, you don't get a clean product out yeah. of it. So there it is, guys. There's just no market for it. So it ends up, plastic just needs to stop being made. It just needs to stop being made. There's, there's, there's no way around it. It doesn't, it, it just doesn't make sense that this is an issue. And it is, um, well, it it's sense. recognized as a huge issue. And landfills. It's only are just growing. now being recognized. But, but why? Because we thought, we think, yeah. or we thought, like, literally, I kind of had this idea about it's, plastic recycling. Like, what if, is it too big to tame at this point? You know? It is. It's just so, it's it's everywhere. There's plastic in everything. Is it plastic just too big to is tame? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it can. There's so many different factors that it can't be recycled on a global industrial scale, which everything else is working on. We have these new items coming to our home, all these things being manufactured mm-hmm. on a big global scale for the first time in our history. I mean, just think about how easy it is to communicate information now that we have uh, social media and just the the web of, mm-hmm. and thing. And now just transportation is getting different of where goods are coming from and going. Like it's a lot easier. And so our world is getting a lot smaller, mm-hmm. but it's also so much bigger at the same time of being able to do things on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. This recycling of all the different products out there cannot be done on an economic and productive large scale process. That's the point of it. Mm-hmm. 
so they can make virgin plastics on a big industrial scale to meet our consumption. Recycling doesn't even come close to that. To the to the production of it. Yeah. I mean, I At said all. the last show, it was of all the plastics ever tr- ever created. Basically, you would have to have a recycling center for every single store. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, so there's me, plastic literally in everything the only, at this point. The only fix I could come up with this, but we have to start thinking about this. We have to start calling attention to this. Is like, well, what if any new manufacturing centers it, it popped up? It gets like, to the point where you don't, like, I mean, if it's on that big of a scale, then if you just stopped making it and immediately started making a new product that was biodegradable at the same time that you stop it. And then as the replacements come along, you just work work to replace it. But there's no need to do that. But then people I, are buying this. It is ingrained into our society. That is true. So I think the first step is realizing plastics cannot be recycled in the way that we think they're recycled. You can't just mix everything together and expect a new plastic product. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't work like that. There's too many factors. There's too, there's too many different manufacturers doing their own things, like a Pringles can even. The lid is plastic. The bottom portion of it is cardboard and aluminum and paper and metal. Mm-hmm. It can't be recycled. It is not economic to try to separate which you can't you can't pull away that aluminum in a a a process that would be economical you can't pull all of these mixed item mixed materials i should say that's that's the term mixed materials and then create a new project product of it now Mm -hmm. you're gonna throw that away or someone is going to throw out how you envisioned it and it will be yeah yeah and i i actually used to put that in the metal recycling because I thought at least the metal part of it could easily be extracted. Mm-hmm. It turns out it's not. So step one is realizing that the resin identification code is not a recycling logo. I, you said it last week that the logo is a It's no-go. a suggestion. It's a logo. Yeah. It's the logo is a no-go. Well, see, even there with the implication. See, I feel like that's the plastics company. They... They realize burn they're, them down. They're, they're, <laughs> they're wrong. They know that people are seeing this, thinking that it it implies it can be recycled. Because there is nothing to suggest that it's Otherwise. not actually a recycling symbol. There's nothing out there. They don't want you. I mean, it's a it's an unspoken. They don't want you to know. And which is so the new that right there that unspoken thing. The thing is. It, we all live on this planet, and it is actually an issue. It doesn't make sense to me that at some point the public is going to find out, and is because it's inevitable. You know how long? How long do you wait until you're found out, and then potentially you're well, people you know? are finding out. Yeah. So you're guys. I invite everyone to take a look, start looking at what things are made of, and start looking at the so-called disposal uh, suggestions that are on all these packaging mm-hmm. material, on, on everything that we're using. Just start taking a look. You're going to see how many 
different things are out there. How many just random things are out there? Like this doesn't even have a one through a seven. It's got some crazy little markings on it inside of a recycling Basically, triangle. Like, it, what the heck does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just to suggest that it is recyclable when in fact it's not so that they can sell it as a biodegradable product. I looked at something the other day. I was in line at, at Walmart getting stuff for my new house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy stuff. And there was this, it was a cactus-shaped little plastic thing that had lip balm in it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there, that right there can't be recycled. Because I was looking at all, all these, like, the different color, the little small shape. It, also, if it's small or regularly shaped, it doesn't fit into that mass recycling production line gonna fall out or not get caught in the conveyor belt like it's 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 not gonna make its way through that mainstream recycling process it's gonna be it's gonna fall out it's going to not be captured it's just not gonna be a part of it straws are inherently not recyclable because they they can't be captured yeah i feel like if we have enough of them and they could be but I, I'm I starting to get off the subject. But let me finish about the cactus yeah. thing. So I saw this cactus lip balm thing. And I was like, okay, just for curiosity's sake, I want to see what what the packaging says on it. So I, I flipped it over and I looked at it. And it had an upside down recycling triangle. No mm-hmm. number, no no other. But it was in an upside down one. And I was like, what the heck does this mean? And I was, I was like, maybe is this the new way they're trying to sneak to say things aren't recyclable by having it the triangle upside down what does it mean did i google it nothing there's nothing there all it, and so maybe like that's how they're allowed to they still wanted to put that little triangle on there because they know if people see that they're gonna feel better about buying it mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything it doesn't at uh-huh. all I got to show you this picture. It, and so I saw that and I, I started Googling. I was like, what does upside down triangle mean? And uh, the only thing that I could get was when you flip the package over and you see a triangle, it's like, no, no, no. I mean an upside down one. Yeah. What does that mean? You got faked out. Nothing. Apparently. Nothing. But I know that that I could not be recycled on any sort of a large scale. Well, then there should, I mean, if that is an issue, if all these little tiny irregularly shaped products are being created, which, you know, in large well, amounts they're because they're all over the place. They're cute. And I saw a little cactus. There's a lot of cute like, plastic oh. things. Every time you go to Burger King or McDonald's, you get a cute little irregular shaped plastic toy. <laughs> What's happening in all of those? Because there's tons of them. You know, uh, if there's not a machine for you, you cannot, to put that in, there maybe there should be. Because there are straws I and there are a that. whole bunch of fast food toys that don't fit the, fit the mix of mass production. Or mass recycle. What I mean, like that's I don't dumb. care what that's happens to them as long as you don't put those stupid things in your recycling bin. Well, then, that right there. If you do that, because you think it's made of plastic, yeah, but it's not. That's wish cycling. Wish cycling. You think you want this to be recycled? You don't. But there's want it to another the point. You every, every time you get a Happy Meal or something like that, there is a toy. It is a well-known thing. We have all experienced the toy from McDonald's. And it's not, you're telling me that you can't recycle that thing. And <laughs> I'm no. telling you, you are purchasing many trash. Times I've cleaned up the toy cemetery in my son's room. Like, and I, you tell me none of that's recyclable. <laughs> no. That's, that's and the dumbest a hard thing I've ever had in my too. life. That's a hard plastic. There should be a so. machine. There should be something that makes it recyclable. I, if we've come to this point, if we have a realization, then something has to be done and it needs to be done because we're sitting in trash 
basically. So that's you the know? first realization right there. Like, I mean, what can like, we do with it? The trash in the landfills, there, there needs to be something done to where that is recycled in some shape or form. Or, you know, easier said than done because I'm sure it's huge. But So there's small individual there, places like, that, that are looking at that, that, yeah. that want that. But they have to have a, a clean waste stream. So maybe if you have all of your Happy Meal toy products and you're all together, maybe you could do something with all that type of stuff. But again, there's too many colors, too many different plastics. I don't know how that could be recycled. Well, something needs to be created. In my head. If, that's, if they are being created and there are no laws against, no, you can't create this because we there's nothing we can do with this product no in laws. such a mass scale, there are no laws to prevent the production, then there needs to be some machine that makes them recyclable. At this point, you're not going to stop it from being done. You know what it's doing. Well, you created an an industrial monster at that point. You know, there has to be something done. There's no laws. There's nothing stopping these things from being created. There's nothing encouraging these manufacturers to put in recycled content, which is a big thing that we need to start advocating for is the recycled content. You have to start making your products with recycled content. Yeah. We realize now that plastics are a problem. They aren't disposable in the sense that we can dispose of them and not think about them ever again. No. They're showing up in our lives. They're showing up in our oceans. They're showing up freaking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're not easy to get rid of. That baffles me. It's unreal to in me. In my head, I got to say this. Like, I I hope, and I, I really kind of thought that there would be some way to use all these crap plastics. Like, in my head, I envision, you know, those 3D printers. Mm-hmm. They use a plastic polymer in, in what they whatever it is you're trying to make with a 3d printer, they use like these plastic bricks. I don't know what they're made of, but I'm thinking, I was like, can I just shove a bunch of my crap, like my straws or my whatever, and have that be what's made of the, like what's printed out. Mm -hmm. Why can't that be it? Well, chemistry is a lot different and difficult. And so you have to have a certain hardness. Your polymers are going to react differently. Like, are just there, there should be a way to shove in crap plastics and produce a new plastic okay with all of this being said let's talk about legos can you recycle legos because <laughs> if you uh-uh. can't i'm gonna I, I i haven't i don't know and i haven't like researched how you look can, into this because that i'm gonna say in itself no. the lego industry you if you're telling me that there is not one lego out there that can be recycled because of the material that's made out of, then this is, that's, an, that's it's gigantic. It's probably, it can. Okay, I'm sure at this which point. Which it'll be an have, expensive yeah. process. That I mean, make. that business to, alone needs its own, um, own solution at that I, point. Yeah, like if I'm a logo manufacturer right now or whatever, mm-hmm. I want to set up a shop because that's raw material. If you think, I want to set up a shop of what plastics I can take or if I'm using mixed plastics or whatever type of plastic I'm making, I want to set up a recycling center right next door so that I can get and and have basically a free raw material to make new logos out of. That's what we should be looking at. Like, how do we stop new plastics from being made? How can we use all these 
old plastics to keep new plastics from being recycled. So things like your your party cups or your plastic for all all the crap plastics. Again, crap plastic guys. Like I want this to be a new term and a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's small areas, small places. Like I think I can think of three right now in the United States of the entire United States of all the plastic we're using in our, in the United States. Uh, there's a couple of places that will downcycle. That's it. So plastic bags, for example, if you take your time, collect and want to recycle your plastic bags, which I'm finding out a lot of people want to recycle them, you put them and you take them directly to a store drop-off location. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they can manage that waste stream effectively. It's not being mixed with other plastics. It's clean. It's dry. It's only plastic bags. That will be shipped off to about one of three locations. And it does not get recycled into more plastic bags. Very rarely does that happen. But it will get downcycled into your composite decking materials, your composite construction materials, and I think I mentioned like Walmart had their little vest that was like, this was made of plastic bags. It's like, okay, well, yeah, it should be made out of plastic bags. Mm-hmm. I'm, I love that your vests are made from your plastic bags as they should be. Mm-hmm. And calling attention to that, calling attention to people that, in places that are, that are using this crap plastics. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that's downcycling. So these crap plastics that we want think that they're inevitably like just inherently recyclable that they're gonna be turned into new things which is why we keep buying them it's okay because they're being recycled that's not the answer they're being downcycled which means they can't be recycled again so they're being turned into things like carpeting you can't recycle your carpet not again not at all unless you there are some uh, area things that are taking hard to recycle materials like tires uh carpeting all all of these hard to recycle materials and on a local small scale are turning them into other things but in no way are they ever going to is that is their small production going to match or even come close to putting a dent in what our plastic production is right now um and most of them are, are actually just reusing like um, I saw dog, uh, tires being turned into doggy beds. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's cute. You're reusing. Boom. As long as you, if you could turn it into something else one time before you throw it in the trash, for me, that's awesome because that means you didn't go out to buy new plastics. And with that being said, it it, it because something needs to be done to the actual trash that's just sitting there, then it kind of buys your time for the solution that needs to actually happen. Yeah. You know, if you keep that's, if you keep reusing way. your plastic, then it buys you some time to fix the problem. You know? Because it needs to be fixed because if you inevitably if you inevitably know that whatever you think is going to be recycled is actually in fact just going to take a really long time to get to the trash, then keep using those products hold on to, to literally buy you some time to fix whatever problem is going on. And also if you know? you're mad that those items are not being recycled and are going into the trash, then you should rethink 
your use of them in mm-hmm. the first place. Uh, a big thing at the recycling center is we have a landfill trash can. Mm-hmm. That's for all the stuff that we are pulling out of the bins mm-hmm. that we can't do anything with mm-hmm. that we know aren't getting recycled. And that's for us on it is a thing that of plastic bags. Uh, it's a sign. I hate that stupid sign. <laughs> it says plastic bags and then it says landfills. Well, that entire dumpster is filled with plastic bags because people see that sign. I've been fighting it. And they think that those plastic bags, it means that they're being recycled. I'm like, no, no, no. That's a landfill trash can. That sign was just originally put up to keep you from putting freaking plastic bags in the plastic recycling bin. So right there, plastic bags can't be recycled, guys. They have a number on them. Mm-hmm. I don't care what that number is. I don't care even that it has a number. They can't be recycled. And it's frustrating because like people just don't know that. They just yeah. don't know that. They get so, tangled in the machines. But also you're, something you're experiencing is uh, people just dumping off their recyclable products or what they think is recyclable just after hours outside of operation time, just dumping yeah. them. That's a whole another thing, guys. Stop dumping your trash. I don't care if you think or want it to be recyclable. Stop dumping your trash, putting your things outside of recycling centers after their hours or even they, like the goodwill if the goodwill is closed and you didn't make it there in time if you leave it there you're dumping mm-hmm. you're dumping illegally that is your trash and you need to be responsible for it mm-hmm. that being said i've gotten two rugs now for my house because someone left them outside of the recycling center we don't recycle rugs or carpeting that can't uh uh-uh. And it wouldn't be recycled even if it was in a bin. Process like why? Why do you think they thought that they could just dump it at the recycling? I call that wish cycling, and people in the business are starting to call that wish cycling. And that's really unfortunate because, you know, you work you're there at the recycling center, so you working there, you understand that that's not the right thing to do. But that goes along with how ill-informed the public is about what happens at the recycling center and. You know, who actually makes these calls of what can be reused, what can be recycled? Why does this carpet that uh, potentially could be recycled into a new product, why do I have to throw it in the trash? You know, it just goes into there needs to be, you know, a a closer look at how the recycling is actually run and what machinery is used. I mean, that that's what needs to be taken we need to, to realign our recycling process yeah. here in, Amer- in America because other part of at that. A hu- at, a, at a very big scale. On a big scale. I mean, on when a you, big, like, marketable, laws, laws economical If you've got scale. an entire Lego industry, if you have fast food restaurants distributing toys every single day in mass amounts Not to even kids. the toys, the cups. I you mean, know how many Chick-fil-A like cups I see and, and I have to pull out of the recycling bin? Those are made of polystyrene. They're AKA styrofoam. And we it, can't recycle that. And it probably was okay up until 2018 when they realized, oh shit, this isn't okay because China started hauling the trash back. We had a place for the trash to go, and <laughs> we, now we don't. We thought we had a, Everything a place. Everything was just fine. We thought we had a place of. for our recyclables, and that's good. And that China, China had a growing economy, yeah, but then but they we realized were sending like, them our trash, all of it, all of it. Those 
freaking K-pop. We were sending them coffee grounds. Who set non recyclable plastic? That's unreal. <sighs> that is, and they unreal. knew it was bad. Like that, that's just the prime example of something you like, don't here's need. Here's our trash. We don't want to deal with it. Here you go, China. Give us silk. Coffee you know, is like, like a. It's been around for millions of years. We don't need to improve it with a stupid plastic K cup. Like no, coffee's good. But. I I'm guilty of that. I had a plastic K cup of coffee this morning. I did. Because it was I'm, made. I am. There was no one keeping that from being made. It was <sighs> made. It was made. Yeah. Uh, the Nupresa, which are no longer Neopresa, uh, no longer. They were actually a little bit more recyclable than the, your standard K cups. But if you want it to be recycled, you're gonna have to take the effort to clean it out, which is a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Clean it out. Don't mix your coffee grounds in it. So my idea, it's like if you buy something you're not gonna buy it with dirt on it right Mm-mm. then you can't Unless recycle it's like it burning soil or something something where it's like okay there's dirt on there that's all right well yeah. that's that's probably because right. it's holding dirt and a flower yeah. but you're not gonna buy a piece of plastic that's dirty so you should not recycle something dirty if you're not gonna buy that item with your trash on it, like with just trash and contamination, that's what it is, contamination, Mm -hmm. then don't put it in your recycling bin and don't expect it to be recycled into a new product. And why is that if it's a product that if it wasn't dirty, it could be recycled? You know? What do you mean? Like Like if if the product is dirty, but if it wasn't dirty, it could be recycled. It could be easily more recyclable. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but it, that goes down to the next year. Is there a market? Is that a crap plastic? What kind of plastic is that made of? Mm-hmm. First step is can't take it if it's dirty. Yeah. You're going to contaminate all the other things that could be recycled. That's another thing. We have to stop wish cycling. If you don't like the idea that things, things are going in the trash or that ultimately, as we're finding out, they're not being recycled or they're not as easily recycled or whatever. If you're mad about that, take a look at it because it's your trash. Yeah. I don't care. It's it's something we're all finding out. This is this is a part of our life. We've grown up with plastics. Now we're finding out more about plastics. And now we want to get to the bottom of our stupid plastic recycling. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying stop recycling. Look at what is being recycled domestically or in the United States, just on on a scale. Start looking at this, the big economic manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. You don't give us your dirt. Don't give us your trash. Don't, don't mix things. If you have a recycling bin and a curbside program, that should be clean. And straightforward on what is there. If you have a question about what item you're putting in there, don't put it in there. Unless you've gotten to the bottom of it and that it's okay to put it in that bin. I just came across one bin at perfect, beautiful water bottles. Boom, boom, boom. Clean cut water bottles. Boom. And then the um, the carpeting from the car. The, the oh, oh my God. The, the what you put your feet on the uh, huh the hmm. yeah when you clean your car you take the 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 foot mats the foot mats (laughs) mats for your feet yes you just had those in there it's like little car rugs well that can't be recycled you just and why not you know i'm i'm listening to all of this and it's a really sad concept to grasp 
Oh, it's that so sad. <laughs> I'm so depressed. That's that uh, a huge percentage of products that we see and use every single day are never going to be recycled because they can't because they're no one has come up with a machine yet to do something with this. There's not a way. They're like that movie. That movie is it? Ollie, the Disney movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Wall- it's Wally. 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 It can come true. Wally. Which is it really is sad. You know all those futuristic movies from the. Just you know, showing just well, giant piles of trash. Like that is what we're it's heading true. towards because it's, it's that's a really sad concept to grasp. That I mean, this is one planet, and you know, like there's I know there's a lot of hope of moving to Mars, but are you kidding me? Are, mm-hmm. Like, are you actually kidding me that you like th- that there's a thought out there like, oh, we can just go live on another planet. That's the dumbest concept I've ever heard in my life. And Instead also, of fixing the problem here, stopping oh, the mass production, getting people to just deal with it because we actually have to, to at this listen. point. No, 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 not even Ugh. to listen at this point because if people aren't li- like people might understand, but I like I, I I don't create machines for a living that recycle products. The people that actually do, the people that are actually yeah. over this stop producing plastic because you're killing the planet that everyone lives on. And if you do that, you won't have a plastic industry because this is one planet and you can't just move to Mars because that is the dumbest concept I've ever heard in my entire life. Are you kidding me? It's to that degree. Like just stop making it and everyone has to deal with it until something else is made that we can get used to at this point. You know, what is a necessity is the the master of all invention. Yeah. Well, like this is actually necessary to survive. But we had good things in place. We had bottled deposits. I mean, Mm -hmm. we aluminum, glass. uh, And uh, and it could and, and all it takes is just like, all right, guys, I know that everyone's used to plastic. But listen here, it's killing the planet on a very large scale and there's something that we got to do so all of us got to hold tight tuck our tails in and get used to it because we don't have a choice recycling is not the answer we are already living in our trash let's start looking at our trash this has been trash talk with amber yep and katie all right uh and rant trash talk <laughs> look at your trash it's around you. Yep. Plastics. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. And it's not going to stop growing it's until it's just already. It's everywhere, guys. It's, it's yep. in our bodies.